Welcome. I'm Lauren Rosen, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Kelly Frankie, licensed marriage and family therapist. And this is Purely OCD. Kelly and I are OCD specialists who happen to also be in recovery from OCD ourselves. Each week we meet to talk about all things OCD, one topic at a time. You may notice we try to bring a little levity and humor to our discussion around this deeply painful disorder, as this has been a very powerful tool for our own recovery as well as our clients. We tend to cover obsessions, compulsions, and exposures. There's also a Q&A at the end. If you would like, you can join us in the future. We meet on Mondays at 1230 Pacific time on Instagram Live. And if you do find this podcast helpful, please leave us a review so we can gain more visibility to reach more people like yourself and help spread awareness of what it's like to live with OCD. Quick reminder, this is not intended as therapy or as a replacement for therapy. This is for educational purposes only. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello. Oh, you've lost your head, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Lord have mercy. It's like Patrick with the duck. I know. I know it is. It is. It's real. So. So. Imaginal exposures. Yeah. Imaginal exposures. Yep. (laughs) Is it getting aggressive? Do you know what I just realized though? I did not put a question bar in the, Ah. did you notice that? I didn't. No, Um, I didn't. So yeah, that's all good. Um, So if anyone has a question, throw it in yield question mark box. Yep. And I will try to figure out how to push it, but (laughs) happy OCD awareness week, everybody, by the way. Yeah. This is the kickoff official official. Well, actually yesterday. That's true. Yeah. It is day two. I, I missed day one. So here we are, but every day, every day is OCD awareness week. I know. In my well, world. And we, we were in a conference all weekend too on OCD. So it turns out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So imaginal exposures. Imaginal um, exposures. Do you want to kick it off for us here? Sure. So when we talk about imaginal exposures, generally there are two overarching like categories for exposures. There's in vivo. Sorry, my hands are far away. In vivo mm-hmm. and imaginal uh, in vivo is, I, I believe it means in real life. It's Latin, I think. And is right. that right? It's in, yeah, in life. In life. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Which is, yeah. Yeah, it just means that it's it, it's something that is physically doable. How's that? So I'll it's give an not example. Um, yeah, it's not imagined. It's like you have to do it. Give an example. Give concrete. Yeah. I think, so one thing we were talking about hit and run OCD recently, Kelly and I, and doing an in vivo exposure is getting in the car and driving, right? That's right. right. Uh, Mm -hmm. We we talk about it a lot too with phobias, right? If you have a a fear of dogs, you do an in vivo exposure to dogs. You go hang out with dogs. But actually the hit and run OCD is a good example because there's there's in vivo but there's also an imaginal component that you can work in and so the imaginal side of things is where we uh basically create a story a really good one oh it's a really it's a rough story i'm not gonna lie it's it's a sad story uh (laughs) yeah it usually doesn't end happy (laughs) never never it's like 
basically what the worst case scenario is. So if all of your, for you personally, uh, and to be clear, I guess this is a pretty advanced exposure for a lot of people. So, So I think writing the whole script and reading it back is, can be really intense. So sometimes we uh, piecemeal that and we can talk a little bit about that later, but yeah, the basis is read the story and make the choice not to figure it out. Yep. So let's, maybe we'll give a few examples. So the hit and run is a great one, but let's for sake of keeping our portfolio diverse. Um, (laughs) let's pick a relationship OCD. Okay. So example. Yeah. So for example, well, I guess we could, I actually was thinking maybe like moral relationship combo. Okay. Right. Cause maybe you have this fear that you're going to cheat on your boyfriend or girlfriend Mm -hmm. or spouse or partner, whatever you want to language you want to use. And so we don't actually, as an exposure, say, go out and cheat on them. But we do want you to write a scary story about it. And for some people, it depends. If it's the moral group stuff, then it's, I'm a bad person, right? I've done Mm -hmm. something, I've harmed them some way, or it's indicative of me of being a horrible human. Yep. If it's related to like maybe existentially stuff, mm-hmm. it might be right. Like this person, I find out that this is the right person for me and I've just wasted all this time in my entire life with this other person and how tragic. My life is um, unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. Didn't live my waste. best life. Didn't live my best life. Waste. Done. Yep. Goodbye yep. life. Goodbye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know why that, that one hit me right in the funny bone. Okay. Oh, good. good. Oh, oh got to kiss all those years. Goodbye. No, but that's, I mean, yeah. Good examples for sure. Yeah. And, and people have this idea that maybe sometimes we have to write this very detailed story and it doesn't need to be that way. No. Um, it could just be like the, the meat and bones of it, right? You just, it could be three sentences, honestly, if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty. However, some people need to go a little further and say like, and I, you know, woke up this morning and I just knew that I wasn't who I was supposed to be, or I wasn't real. And none of this is real. And I felt like I wasn't in my body. Yeah. And you go into like the feeling stuff. Well, yeah. anyways, Lauren, you, you, I'm um, ball to you. Oh, Kooshball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a good crab. Okay. Um, no, but that's, I think that that's, uh, so I, I wonder if it wouldn't be helpful to walk through, because like, I think you're right. It doesn't have to be this super long thing. So while obviously this is not, and I'm sure you've already said it, a replacement for therapy or intended as therapy, we can talk about how we write them with, with people, um, just as illustration. Oh, and reminder, if you have questions, throw them in the question mark box, because we want to make sure we get them if we can, if time allows. So, yeah, we have a few, but they're not, uh, they're not going to be to this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to them though. 
Fair enough. Uh, so uh, I think one of the things to sort of piggyback on what you were saying about it doesn't have to be this super long, detailed, descriptive story is that we can actually find phrases that tend to be really uh, triggering for people and incorporate those. So, and even words, right? Like denial uh, is a big one for people with OCD or lying to myself or authentic self, authentic. Good one. Ooh, I know you love that one. Authentic. Such a good one. Um, yeah. So, and then finding those and like or, and, and weaving them in. Oh, do you I'm another sicko, one? Sicko, sicko, or sicko. depraved. Yeah, and that comes up a lot, like with POCD, saying, uh, like everyone has a different word that really bothers them, like lech or kill, uh, kill, snap, snap's a good snap, one. Snap, snap. That's it. Even crack the brain. Yeah, and pop. I will say, I remember one time driving home talking to you. I know we're going off the rails. I'm going to come right back though. I'm ready. Okay. And I was like, Lauren, I swear to you, I think my brain just like cracked. Like it just broke. Like, And you were like, no, because I was talking about like how my OC was, I had like a little bit of a blip in the radar and you were like, don't ever say that. You're like, nope, we are not doing that. (laughs) Drop it. Move on. (laughs) You're like... (laughs) You I sound like so such a compassionate friend, don't I? No, but. you didn't say it like that. You were like, dude, I've been there. We're not doing that. Nope. <laughs> we don't I'll do that. I'll tell you how that ends. <laughs> okay, I'm coming back. Coming back. I liked it though. No, it's good, right? I mean, because sometimes you do somebody... feel like it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, like it like broke. And somebody's got to put their foot down with OCD from time to time. Like, no. No. Thank God. Thank God. For me too. You've been there and helped me do that too. I was like, nope, mm-mm, let's not do that. Let's no. Um, but I do like the idea of snap, crackle, and pop, like the rice krispie treats of you of did it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Is that? Did you just do this on the whim, or have you used that in the past? No, that's brand new. That's oh, just, I love it. Well, I, it's going to be a meme now. Yeah, uh, I, it has to be. Um, so so, phrases that are triggering phrases that are triggering. I like, and what I was kind of getting at at the beginning is I like to go in slowly too, and just do words like we've talked about on a number of episodes Mm -hmm. and then sort of build our way up and, and maybe do a phrase or maybe a couple phrases before you're just reading the imaginal so that you can build that muscle of going, I'm not figuring that out right now. That's exactly right. Because the last thing we want you to do is sit there, bring on, do all the hard, heavy lifting. Yeah. And then just to sit there and compulse, you've actually just, honestly, it's a shitty deal is what I'm saying. Right? No, it is a shitty deal because then you've done all of the hard work and now, but then it's reversing because now you're doing the, yeah. Because basically when you don't do the response prevention, like I, like we both say all the time, it's just being triggered and doing a compulsion. You're just doing your regular deal. That's not treatment. And not that we, everyone does it from time to time, but you want to do your best not to for your own sake. And I think early on in treatment, it's, it's quite hard to just not do mental compulsions, the acrobats. So 
even in session, like, you know, reading it together and asking clients, what's coming up for you right now, right? Because you kind of get the blank stare. You're like, oh, I know where you are. It's not a good place. Let's come on back. Come back. (laughs) Come back to the light. (laughs) It's a trap. It Um, is. It is a trap. Uh, Yeah, no, I think that that's, I, I do the same thing with my clients and just calling that out, right? Like, oh, well, wait, where's your brain now? Are you trying to figure it out? Almost like we're doing a meditation that the anchor is the script. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. The sound, the words Mm -hmm. or the anchor is that feeling, but also, yeah. Coming back to like, oh, boy, I'm feeling anxious right now. What's that all about? Ooh, ooh, make sure we're coming back to anxiety. Yeah. There it is. Make sure you're high from from, Germany. Hi, hi from uh, Dana Point, California. Nice to see. Where you. Yeah. Are there, is someone here that I know? No, oh. I don't know. I well, me. Oh, I'm from Dana Point, California. I know, but I <laughs> forget it. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Welcome. We're talking Chrissy, about are you, exposures. Are you in grad school right now? What's going on? Is that happening? I didn't hear. I that. think she. Well, I think she got in. Yeah, which I'm really excited about. Hi from That's London. Awesome. Oh my gosh. I think she is. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's awesome. She was was born for this. Hell yeah. OCD warriors. Um, So. So imaginal exposures. So imaginals. Um, I was going to ask you a question. Ask the question. But I forgot it. Okay, so wait, let's talk about how to create an imaginal though, because there are several types. And we, we've talked about this briefly in other episodes, but you can use languaging like this bad thing is going to happen. Or mm-hmm. you can also use this bad thing might happen. Mm-hmm. And either can work depending on the circumstance. That being said, the maybe has to be implied somewhere, right? That we're not taking this as fact is, is really an important part of the process because otherwise, of course, you're going to respond versus, okay, well, this is a possibility. Maybe I will waste my life with the wrong partner and never be happy. And just to rewind a little bit, it's important to get to the core fear. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people think that you know, they kind of take it at surface level. Like maybe the fear is related to, um, a few things, right? Like so an example we heard some, like, I'm not going to use any names here and I'll change the story a bit, but over the conference, someone was consulting with us. Um, it was related to the fear of being a pedophile, but also the other fear was going to jail and so mm-hmm. what's the point in even doing the exposures? Then we also have shame on board, which can trigger depression. So there's yeah. a lot, like Lauren says, that's like a slippery, it's a slippery one. So yeah. with that, it's saying we got to keep all that in mind. So this is why being with an OCD therapist is very important because there's a lot of nuances in this type of work we do. So it's like, it's saying, and then what would happen? Right. And then what would happen? Mm-hmm. So, okay. You would, so someone found out you were a pedophile. That would be horrific. Would it, then what would happen? Then I would go to jail. 
Okay. But for some people, it's not jail. For some people, it's everybody in my family finds out or God finds out, or I just now know that I'm a terrible human and I'm a sick individual. Or maybe the thoughts just contaminate my life forever. Like maybe I never do anything about it, but I'm, I'm constantly plagued by these thoughts. And I know deep down is my favorite place. I have no idea where this place is, but deep down, I know that I'm a terrible person is the story, right? Yeah. Um, so it is, it's really interesting how one theme can be. And I'm in denial. Oh yeah. I'm in denial. That denial word, man. Ooh. Um, yeah, but it'll take away the, or I have OCD at the end of the day, I know it's going to never stop and I'm going to be in this perpetual state of anxiety and I'm, I'll never be able to enjoy a movie or enjoy my family. It can go into so many directions. It's like, it's like a, an octopus. It's got its tentacles freaking everywhere. It, yeah. And it also camouflages and flashes lights and does all those things. So yeah, whatever octopuses do. Well, but, yeah, they do. And they do camouflage. Obviously yeah. OCD is like the octopus, like Elise. That's amazing. I just, oh yes. I wonder if she probably is that why? About this all the time ago. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> should ask well, her. we should ask her. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but anyways, the point is we want to get to the core fears because if you're writing a story about going to jail and that person isn't really particularly worried about going to jail, then it's kind of a useless exposure. Right. So stepping or, through and saying, okay, then what, then what, like you were saying and teasing that all out and, and getting to the end and whether that's, you know, uh, Dr. Yadin talks about the different core fears and uh, you know, the ruining or the being bad. And I think actually, um, kind of what you were just talking about illustrates those two very clearly. It's like either I'm going to ruin my whole life uh, and I'm never going to be okay again, or I'm going to know that I'm bad right? and I'm going to be bad. Yeah. Um, and those aren't the only, there's like two more general categories that I'm I, dying. I'm not good enough or is that I'm bad? That's a, that's actually a core belief. Oh, um, very confusing. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. You're right. I know. It's been a while. No, it's all good. But anyway, bottom line, getting to what the actual concern is. Like what what are we what are we scared of of coming to pass? Right. Um, so there's that option. The other option, so we talked about like graduating it, doing a few phrases, doing it in session, making sure we're not compulsing while we're reading it. The other thing is taking kind of the essence of it out. And I don't know if you do this. I hope you do because I, I want to make sure that I'm not harming my clients. Oh, geez. <laughs> but well, you're, true. Not, you're not allowed to ask for reassurance. I know. I'm not going to. Of course I'm harming them. What are we even talking about? I already, I'm mostly harming them. Um, but anyways, the point, Walter, is that, um, no, mother, I forgot it. Oh, dang. Hold on. Oh, if somebody reads a story for a bit, and it kind of loses its plate. It loses oh, its, its juice. It's yeah. juice. It's magic juice. Yeah. Um, but maybe there's a few lines in there that still bother them. I might pull those bad boys out or have them yep. highlight it. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to read those. Yep. And then we're also going to add in more. So it's like, it's an always evolving story. Yes, absolutely. And it, it's interesting because it's actually quite similar to what they do with treatment for PTSD. 
right? Like we've talked about this before too, is like with exposure anyway, with a prolonged exposure therapy that it's like you hit the hot spots after you've yeah. kind of done the, the major, like the worst part of the memory, you find the worst parts within the worst part and do yeah. exposure to them. Um, one thing I wanted, and I remembered what I wanted to bring up before I forget is I just want like, let's pretend that I'm a client and I'm like, but, but Kelly, I, but, but Kelly, I already think about these things all the time. I have imaginals going in my head all day long. Why would I do that? Because we want to go on offense. Totally. Yep. We want to go after it. And if they're worried about that, then chances are they're worried about it never going away. Yep. So Agreed. we want to we want to do it in a very um, structured manner. You don't want to be at, especially early on at the whim, like at be the victim on the other end. You want to just go in with the, the war paints on. Yeah. The brave heart face and be like, we are coming at you. Yep. And we're going to do it on your terms. Totally. What and were also, you thinking? Well, no, I was, those are both great points. And I think I was uh, on, well, I was thinking more about the first one, but then also the fact that oftentimes they're compulsing afterward, or it's right. p- part of what they're thinking of as an imaginal exposure isn't an imaginal exposure. It's them playing out all of the potentials and trying to figure it out. So right. I, it's a thing that comes up so often in my, in the, you know, the work that we do. So I thought it was worth mentioning, but I think that the mm-hmm. points you make are, that it's all, all of those things. Right. It was just not an imaginal. That's just intrusive thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that That's, is. Well, and it's, and it's mental rumination, right? It's, it's yep. like, yeah. Um, yes, you can ask a question live. Yes. By the way, can you um, throw it in the question mark box? That would be great. It's hard to keep track of, of all of the comments as it, uh, as they come through. So if you have a question that we haven't answered, you can throw it in the question mark box too. And also just a quick uh, reminder. I don't actually, I don't know if I even brought it up is that my daughter has the day off cause it's Columbus day. And who knew that that was. It's, yeah. Well, is that worth celebrating? It's indigenous people. I, I, I refuse to call it Columbus Day. I just, I don't even want to like, really? I know. Okay. My husband, On so many levels. Can I really quickly sidebar yes, and just say that my, my husband, we have a, a calendar on our refrigerator and he, he wrote it for off. this month. No. And he wrote, <laughs> I walked up to it. Uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of October. And I see on one of the days it says Columbus was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's he like was. hey you guys are indians right and they're like no 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 we're not like no you're this is india no no fucking india <laughs> why are you bringing your smallpox get away right. from me you motherfucker sorry yeah <laughs> i didn't say that <clears throat> that just Back. was an axe tourette's i'm just kidding um no that's on not the rails well okay it's not so, though, but anyways, but point is I only have a couple more minutes and there yeah. are a few questions. They're not related to imaginal. Um, someone did talk about POCD though. And I think it's worth bringing up. Um, they're talking about how to accept them and the theme. Uh, and I, I would just say, go to our, our 
previous recorded uh, live on IGTV or YouTube, and you will find a whole hour, my friend, of all this content. Um, But with that said, something that I really like from the book Everyday Mindfulness for with OCD by John Hirschfield and Charlotte Nicely, they talk about this in particular, the imaginal exposures, because with shame and POCD stuff, there's a lot of sadness and shame, right? So we don't want to necessarily, like, we don't want to go at it as, we want to do it a little more compassionately, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to be like more of like, you know, this may or may not be the case you go heavier on that side if more depression symptoms show up yeah right if the person is just crying the whole time well that's good we want to expose ourselves to all the distressing feelings but sometimes it can become almost detrimental the imaginals it's like too much right it's too overwhelming and the way shala and john describe it is kind of adding in heavier the may or may not at the beginning and then slowing that tapering I love that. Yeah. What a great contribution to this conversation. Thanks for bringing that in because you're right that there's so much focus on, um, on this is happening. Right. Yeah. And it's so scary. They're scary stories. Um, and so bringing in the, the may or may not as a, a way to ease in and then, yeah, going from there is a great idea. Again, it's all nuanced though. Yeah. So not to say the other themes are not as just as difficult, by the way, it's just with that one, you're going to see more, uh, symptomatic depression is all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then maybe, I don't know if we, um, we have time for a quick, for this question quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how do you differentiate imaginal exposure versus an obsession or bad intrusive thought? Well, I think Lauren, do you want to answer this? Cause I think you kind of already yeah, did I think on it's some level related to what both of us were saying before, which is that the, um, the imaginal, usually what we're talking about there is a more structured exposure anyway. So, whether that's a script that you're listening to on repeat or you're reading for a prolonged period of time or even a notification that pops up on your phone that's like, you might be a serial killer, right? Uh, that it's, it's something that's planned. Obviously, there's, they're going to be unplanned, but the idea is to bring on the intrusive thoughts. So the imaginal exposure is something that it could, it could actually directly mirror uh, an intrusive thought. Because what we're trying to do is bring them on so that you have the opportunity to accept the thought, accept the feeling, and continue on about your life. Right. Exactly. Do you have anything to add on that? No, I think you nailed it. A lot of the other stuff um, isn't related to this content. I'm so sorry, you guys. And on top of that, I do have to run here. Yeah. but we will do another Q and A. It's general Q and A soon. Yes, yep, especially absolutely. since it's OCD Awareness Week. Maybe we can squeeze one in, depending on our schedules aligning. Sure. And we um, you know, we have some some interesting stuff coming up. So yeah, we have some really exciting stuff, guys. We do. So keep t- stay tuned. Keep tuned. Mm, that's not a thing. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Stay tuned. And also, just to add one more thing I just thought of with imaginal is okay. that it's important. The reason why we do imaginals, which I think we talked about at the beginning, but we didn't fully complete the thought. You're right. Is that we do them when we cannot recreate it, meaning it's a future event. Fear is, you know, at the end of my life, I realize I've wasted all this time. If we are trying to do something illegal, like killing people is usually not a good idea. Yeah. Just saying. Probably not something you actually genuinely want to do on a values level anyway. I mean. Right. Obviously Um, may or may not, but yeah. Right. So future events. So we can't do it. And the other thing is, and harming somebody or illegal, whatever. And then lastly, unless there's another one I don't know of, is something that cannot actually be done, like existentially flavory stuff or emotional contamination, right? I had a bad, quote unquote, bad thought mm-hmm. and associated with touching this Kleenex box. Now this Kleenex box is bad. And mm-hmm. when I say bad, it could be anything. It could be a person's name. It could be a scary thought. It could be anything. So the, are those the three main I think, I think so. Okay. And okay. as we, as we mentioned before, they can both be used in tandem. So absolutely, you, be, you know, taking a walk by a school, if you happen to have POCD and then listening to a script, mm-hmm. right. That's oh, yeah. going to actually be more supportive than either of those exposures individually. And you don't have to start there, but that could be something. No, that's, a, yeah. that's the top. Yeah. Top guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah Woo-hoo. yeah mm-hmm. all right okay thank you all for joining us yep and um, please uh, if you asked a question today that that we didn't answer because it's not part of the uh the topic you can feel free to send us messages about topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes or check out our youtube channel where we've got a, a fair amount of, of past episodes at this point uh, that cover a wide array of topics Right. So I think the question was related to dissociative stuff and identity. So if you look at um, the existential one, if you look at, did we do mental health obsessions? I can't remember. It's somewhere in there though. It's somewhere in there. And you can just, yeah, message us like Lauren said, and we'll send you in the right direction. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you for joining us all. Happy OCD Awareness Week. Happy OCD Awareness Week. (laughs) Okay. Adios, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended as a replacement for therapy. If you need further support, we encourage you to seek treatment with a registered professional who specializes in OCD. If you have a moment, we'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to leave us any feedback by reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. You can find past episodes on our website at purelyocd.com. Remember, this podcast is for you, so please let us know what you would like to hear. We want to make our message as helpful as it can be. We hope you will join us in the future as we continue our discussion on all things OCD. OCD.